Regular, regular, regular pictures. Regular, regular, regular pictures. Regular, regular, regular pictures. Regular pictures are shown. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the only podcast to be recorded at the bottom of a well. I'm at the bottom of the well, and I'm Joe Scrabbles. Log, are you here? It's very dark. Yeah, I've recently fallen into the well as well, yes. Um, reach, reach out towards How? me, touch me, remind me I'm alive. Right. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, that's oh, not... Oh, well, broken, you <laughs> fuck off! <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought I saw someone else. Is that someone else down here in the well? It's me, it's Steve. I'm at, I'm at the top of the well. I've just, I'm going for a walk and I've just heard your voices. Could you lie down a bucket, please? I think I could fit in a bucket. <laughs> Can you throw me a knife? What do you... <laughs> Can I have a knife? I don't, there's no knives, but I've got an empty bucket I've just thrown. Thanks. It's really deep. It's a That's deep why well. Locke's so grievously injured, and why it's so suspicious that I'm not. I suppose we better pass the time by shouting features to one another up and down the well. I think it would be best if we take a back and forth well-like motion for features. So what I'll do is shout my feature up to you, Steve. My feature is about uh, a problem that I've developed in my head. Uh, Then you can shout me down a feature in return. What would yours be? Theoretically. You wouldn't know much about this being down the well, but up here, daylight savings just got saved. We got an extra hour of daylight, buddy. And I'm sucking it up like a juicy... (laughs) It's very deep and very thin as well, so we get about four minutes of direct sunlight, scorching sunlight that shoots down the well at about noon. And, uh, yeah, it really hurts. It's magnified by... On the stance. I don't know how wells work. Anyway, after Steve's, I guess, return to feature, then we better shout another one up. Log, you got something for this guy? Yeah, I'll pop my feature in the basket, but in case it takes some time to wind it up, I'll just say what it is now. Mm. It is, um, we've been privileged enough to witness the um, interview process and how one becomes a gladiator for the new series of the BBC Gladiator programme that is starting this year in 2023. Very exciting for all people who need to nut at the telly. Everybody's talking about worms and the new worm zoo. Come and meet the worms at the zoo. They wanna shoot eggs into your cheeks. Worms, 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 they're fat and warm and lovely. Worms, 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 they wriggle and they talk. Worms, 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 what are all the worms saying? Worms, 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 they're saying I love you. Who here has tinnitus? Log? I had a big whistle in one ear today and I was like, it was so loud. I was like, can you hear that? That can't be just me making it up. And then it went. So I don't think that's tinnitus. That was just a beer of a whistle. You just got a beer of a whistle. Beer of a whistle. Steve, you got a beer of tinnitus yet? 
No, I went uh, to Specsavers for a free a free hearing test because they said they had a free hearing test. So I that sat doesn't in. Sound real? Do they just oh. stick glass like the, le- the <laughs> leg of a glass down your ear? <laughs> they put me in a little soundproof box and played all these different frequencies. And it's like, hmm. can you still hear it? Can you still hear it? I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what does it sound I can like? hear all of these frequencies. Was there one where you uh, couldn't hear it and you still said yeah, just in case? No, like, or one where I said yes and they were like, um, well, the sound stopped playing 20 seconds ago, so we don't know what you're hearing. Uh, yes, but they said I've got perfect hearing and that I probably shouldn't have used the free hearing test at Specsavers. <laughs> it's not meant for 24-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought 24 was the hearing you had. It's like 20-20 vision. Got, you can hear 24 hours of the day, Steve. That's all the hours there are. Well, I've got tinnitus in Are just you? one ear, which is apparently cause for concern. And I've been sitting around with it for about six months because all the internet said, just let it go away. What It'll is probably your, go away. What does your tinnitus sound like? Is it like anvils? <laughs> it sounds it, like, it... you know that lad who hits the anvil in the Mandalorian to yeah. warn the townspeople? <laughs> That's my head. Um, um, actually, that, you're thinking that was Andor that the anvil was in. Oh. The Mandalorian, you're thinking of the, the, the woman who does the, 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 the things for the, the, the boy. When I said you're thinking of the, 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 the woman who does the, the things for the boy, I did, of course, mean the armourer. That's the armourer. Oh, tinnitus is the uh, <laughs> least of your worries, Joe. <laughs> tinnitus sounds like a bloody character. From sounds like a planet tinnitus. <laughs> oh, yeah. did you burn that my Darth Membra? Darth Membra. Well, look, it's my tinnitus. Since you asked, sounds like this. All the time. <laughs> oh, it's just uh, a little goblin having a shit in your ear. Yeah. Most of the time, I don't notice it's happening. Uh, but in the last few days since I thought, you know what, I'll have a doctor look up it. Um, you know, I've just noticed it all the time and it's sending me insane. Um, but the thing that it really occurred to me when I went to see the doctor was... Now some people say tinnitus, and I'm not sure if it's. Mm. I, I don't know which one's right because tinnitus sounds good and tinnitus yes. sounds bad, but tinnitus also sounds like it's probably a real Greek sound. Which one do you say? Do you even know? I go tinnitus, but do you say urinal or urinal? That's a good Oi. point. I say urinal, but I but I say tinnitus. Though that, that's wow. the wrong way. They should yeah, they're not aligned. And instead I of garage or garage, fun. I say gah! <laughs> 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 no one can know. If you uh, got tinnitus by a urinal, this is it. You would be effed. This is what bothers me. Far from the fact that I've got a horrifying ring in my ear. There's no set way to be speaking about tinnitus, right? So there's too many versions of it. There's tinnitus, there's tinnitus, there's tiny tools, there's tiny tooth, tinnitus, and tinnitus. <laughs> there's tiny tune adventures. 
There's too many ways to say the word. And I think we need a new word for tinnitus. So I looked in the forens. I went through a series of thick, dusty old dictionaries from across the waves. And I found the words for tinnitus in them. And there's some good examples that I don't think you're going to get mixed up on and look stupid in front of Dr. Agrawal, who is lovely. <laughs> uh, in French, acouphene. I think that it sounds like they've stopped saying cacophony at the start. Acouphene. Oh. What is. Did, did, did you look, what does that word mean? Obviously, it means tinnitus or tinnitus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like mean for God's does sakes. It, does it mean something else? Well, like, I guess uh, "aku" is the start of acoustic. I bet it's dead. Ooh, and then "fene" is like I don't know. "fene" or like it probably means like sound illness, sound bug. <laughs> Hang on, "aku" and phonetics. It's just, just it's just saying sound sounds. Sound sound. <laughs> Very French. <laughs> They're always talking on the sound phones. <laughs> In Japanese, tinnitus is miminari, which I think is also nice. All of mm. these have a lovely ring to them. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. actually well done, a joke well done, I meant well to done. make. <laughs> the best joke I'll make on this podcast, <laughs> I didn't mean I looked up my fatherland, Latvian. Theirs is a little more aggressive. Troxnik's ausis. Wow. Ooh, it's got ausis no. at the end, which sounds like it's a real syndrome. You're not getting better from that. Yeah, exactly. And you've got troxed right up the niss with it. That's the yeah. problem. Uh, in Haitian Creole, it's ore, ore. They just use one <laughs> word twice. It's great. <laughs> And, it's, that the, sounds and like... it's the French for ear as well. So ear ears. <laughs> it's like ears. the French say sound sound, they say ear ear. It's lovely. But then I found the one. The word that I will be referring to my tinnitus as for good. I found the Portuguese word for tinnitus, which is zumbido. <laughs> <laughs> zumbido is fun. It's zumbido ma- <laughs> is Sexy. It's the name of the man who visits your ears and whispers the sounds you hear. Exactly. <laughs> Zumbido. Sounds like a launch game for the Wii. <laughs> Zumbido is perfect. It makes me not care that I've got a ringing in my ears all the time for the rest of my life. It's a cool, nice word. And you know what? Zumbido. Is kind of fit and it makes me kind of horny. My zombido, it helps my libido when my ears start squeaking. I just get to freaking my zombido, it helps with my libido. I hear a little ringus and it stiffens up my dingus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I hear squealing all night, and it's not in my bed. 
It's located somewhere in my head. And I like it. <laughs> oh shit, it's a medical doctor. What are you doing here, you hot piece of ass? I've been asked to give a little talk about tinnitus. Fuck yeah. <laughs> give it to me. There's that group of maybe 5% of my patients who are very disturbed by it. That's me, Doc. They can't sleep. No way. They say it wakes them up. If by it, you mean my ear calling to my schlong. Uh, they have difficulty going back to sleep. Why would I? They have difficulty concentrating. I can't concentrate on anything but the nut. My libido helps <laughs> my libido. I can sleep for buzzing and the buzzing gets me busting. My libido, it helps with my libido. My hearing may be dipping, but my box of briefs are ripping. <laughs> if you're a freak like me for the high-pitched squee, allow me to present... Zombido. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's it. The good stuff. Oh, little squeak. Oh no. Oh, it's going up again. I'm sorry. Oh god, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> that was a little song that presupposes the idea that tinnitus makes me come. <laughs> <laughs> that was genuinely amazing. And I'm going to assume, like I always do, that you composed that from scratch. No, it was nice, lovely Kevin MacLeod. Oh. <laughs> he had that, a really good track. <laughs> that counts as from scratch for me. From in McLeod counts as from scratch. Uh, yeah, McLeod came through with the goods, and I just... I just want to know what mood boxes you checked for that. So like, sexy, dark, I, I charismatic. I clicked modern, and then I listened to everything modern he'd done, and one of them, I was like, that's fair. That's some Vito, baby. It's good that you're making tinnitus sexy. And yep. like the stigma around it is ready to be lifted, like a yeah. skirt or a shirt. Because <laughs> yeah, famously, libido does not discriminate. Umbrigo, what's it called? Zombido. <laughs> <laughs> famously, people who uh, who have umbongo get shunned on the street. <laughs> and I need to break that stigma. Mm. Um, yeah, so I will be the forward facing. Pansexual champion of zombie <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I was made for regular features. You were made for. Uh, clocks have gone forward. Hey, are you feeling the sunshine? Everybody feels the sunshine, especially when daylight savings ends or begins, whichever one just happened. You've got so many clauses in your sentences. I don't know whether I'm meant to be replying. I don't know either. It's just like, oh, that was that a gap? No. <laughs> Is he inviting? Have you enjoyed the sun? Said the man to his brother. <laughs> oh my, have I just forgotten to have a conversation with my friends? Have you enjoyed the fact that it's brighter for an hour more every day? Oh, yeah. People it's came out to the pub nice. on Monday last night. 
just to enjoy and bask in it. Because everyone talks about how all these changes are for the farmers, but I never thought the opposite would go for the publican. The publican and the farmer, mortal enemies in constant conflict. You have a lovely uh, beer terrace. Mm, yes, the astroturfed terrace that is, makes you feel at one with fake nature. <laughs> and now that's got an, an extra hour's use every day. Yeah, it's getting pummeled, mate. I have to go up at the end of every night to pull, tease it back into a nice condition after all the feet have trod on it. <laughs> oh, I see. As in like it's just a a rug being kicked about by capricious legs. <laughs> yes. I'll have to backcomb it to give it that fuzzy appeal that makes that, that real grass has. Like Russell Brand's old hair. <laughs> you have to... Yeah, I tease it and I backcomb it. Ah. I love the idea of you tending to your astroturf on the beer terrace, which is all trompled and trodden, and you thinking <laughs> it's just one person who's done it. I've <laughs> <laughs> fucking done it again. Who's the house just, ruined? Just my annoying gang of 20 customers riding around in a large motorised shoe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like daylight savings affected you pretty rumly. Look, yeah. But do you know who else it also affects rumly? <laughs> Father time. Number one, sunflowers. Sunflowers are well regarded for their ability to stare directly into the sun without going insane. But did you know that daylight saving really Fs with their big petal ring fucking heads? At 1am, 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 how do you speak? At 1am on Sunday 26th of March, every sunflower in England wakes up in confusion and screams at the unsuspecting moon in an annual event known to horticulturalists as Lunar Bellows. The, sun, the sunflower seeds of a sunflower who did a lunar bellows are highly sought after by <laughs> culinary princes. Who on, on account, <laughs> on account of how they taste, like whatever you're about to eat one hour from now. The other group to be uh, disadvantaged dis- by the uh, changing of the clocks, of course, is apprentice clockmakers who are just about to put the finishing touches on their masterpiece and present it to the master for inspection. Any unfortunate apprentice clockmaker who was delicately using a horologist's tweezers and a clockmaking loop to carefully insert the final coiled spring into the embellished casing of their masterpiece clock, just as time skipped forward and the master horologist walks in to grade them on this one last piece after 20 years of study and there are no retakes would surely be rebuked thusly. What the fuck? The fucking time is wrong, you... What What sort of fucking idiot? Get out of my clock-making shop. You're a disgrace. You'll never <laughs> horologize in Geneva as long as I bloody live. And then he keels over out of fright and gets a heart attack. And next to him is the empty, unfinished grading paper, which says, Masterpiece? <laughs> Yay or nay? And you reach for the master horologist's quill, you circle yay, and you begin your beautiful and long career as a clockmaker, forever burdened by the knowledge that you unscrupulously claimed your uh, qualifications. (laughs) This feels like we want to choose your own adventure without doing any answers. I love the horologist's tweezers, which sounds like a a very good philosophy book. (laughs) Yeah. 
I liked predi- I liked particularly that it was a horologist's tweezer. <laughs> and also that Luna Bellows definitely yeah. sounds like a turf on Twitter. <laughs> That's funny. Luna Bellows sounds like a turf, and the horologist's <laughs> tweezers sounds like a Harry Potter book. Oh. Anyway, daytime now. Thank you, son. The regular features. Spooky noise in your ears. Features. A regular features. Ghosts and wolves with teeth. Hello, boys. Now it's time for my regular feature. And if you're anything like me, and ever since we took part in that amusing body swap adventure, I know that you are, then you exploded out of your flaccid baby cocoon and became a spunky Catherine wheel in 1992. More specifically, the weekend in 1992 when Gladiators first aired on TV. Watching those oversized men and women collide with contestants in the gauntlet caused your smooth, featureless groin to explode into a wild valley of hope and disgust. Watching those athletes push themselves around the ceiling during the Skytrack event was... It was extremely difficult to find arousing. But you managed it. (laughs) And witnessing those demigods fill a gigantic beaker with their huge primary-coloured cumloads was something that never happened. But fingers crossed, the BBC will have read my letters and introduced that event when they bring back gladiators this fucking year. It's happening, boys. They're bringing back gladiators. Is that happening? I have no idea. It's um, oh it's my God. gone from the ITV and um, onto the BBC, so um, there'll be no ad breaks causing me What's to lose my rhythm world? and for my spunk to shoot mm. back <laughs> into my balls at a, at the speed of sound. I hear that gets you a bonus later, though. <laughs> it's like a pinball like going down the all at once. It's just ding, ding, ding all the way down. And I am lucky enough to have a friend in the BBC, and they sent me this record. They've been doing interviews. Oh. They've been interviewing gladiators. But yeah, so um, yeah, Wolf and Hunter, original classics. Um, they're doing the interviews, and I've got this um, mm-hmm. this recording of some of the interviews. That's what my feature is. I've written some interviews. Hello. I'm Wolf from the Gladiators. Woof, woof. Lovely to meet you, Wolf. I'm Maelstrom Tempest. Really hope I get this. Finders crossed. Let's get cracking then. Did you just say Finders crossed? Yeah, you know, Finders. Finders fish fingers. Fingers crossed. Well, I think they've been taken over by bird's eye, you know. Mm. Well, I could cross my eyes. I don't think it means the same thing. Okay, Maelstrom Tempest. Feels like you're gilding the lily a bit with that gladiator name. Oh, no, that's my real name. I want to be piss chugger on the show. Right. What makes you think you've got what it takes to be a gladiator? Oh, I'm a proper ratbag, I am. Just, I'm just rude. An absolute shitter. Don't even get me started. And that's, and that's my catchphrase, by the way. You know when they say, gladiator's ready, I fold my arms and say, don't even get me started. <laughs> bit of attitude. I like it. Uh, would you fold your arms... On top of or under your tits? Over, I think. I don't know. Let me try it. 
oh no, that doesn't feel right. Fucking, uh, neither does that. Fuck me, Wolf, I forgot where me tits go. I'm sorry. Knowing how to fold your arms is a key gladiator skill. Piss chugger, your gladiator application is denied. Say Next. Coming, coming. Woof, woof. Hello, I'm applying for the role of Kismet, the first openly gay gladiator. Hmm. What's, what's the matter? Don't you think there should be an openly gay gladiator? It's just, you're not giving off much in the way of either gladiator or gay charisma. Have you got a gimmick? Well, yes, I've got a gimmick. My husband, a geography teacher, is my gimmick. No, for the TV show. <laughs> like, like my gimmick is saying, woof, woof, and eating treats out of the contestants' hands. Oh, right, yeah. On the show, I was thinking the opening credits where all the gladiators get introduced and do their poses. I could turn around, drop my shorts and pull my ass cheeks apart. And the guys in special effects, they could do fart clouds out of it. A bit of fun. Maybe my name could come out of my ass. Kismet just splats onto the screen. That's beginning to look like shit, isn't it? It's not really family telly. Now, best to keep it to farting, if you ask me. Uh, any any thoughts on a catchphrase? Well, if I win, I'm going to say, there's a party in my armpits and everyone's invited. And if I lose, I say, there's a funeral in my armpits. Can you please respect my privacy at this difficult time? And then I fold my arms. <laughs> you can fold his arms. That's a plus in my book. Well, I'm up for it, but I've got the BBC in my ear, and they say they've had gays on Strictly and don't want to over-egg the bummer pudding. Their words, not mine. They're awful people. Ah, well, speaking as one of the good ones, I won't kick up a fuss. Well, that's very good of you. Thanks. Next! Hello, and welcome to the womb of gladiators. R.M. Blonquist. Woof, woof, nearly forgot to woof, then. Blonquist is my name. All right, then, Blonquist, what's your deal? You look like Tom Hanks' football got kicked into a laundry basket. I'm Blonquist, the aerial ace. I fly through the air with the greatest of ease. I swoop to the detriment of my foes. And best of all, I've glued unto my plimsolls a myriad of seagull beaks. That means I can pet your fucking face off with my feet as you attempt to shoo me away with a broom. But you must be warned, Blonquist will not be shooed. <laughs> what game would be your game, Blonquist? Oh, this is no game to Blonquist. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like, Rhino was a real bugger in the gauntlet. Like, I'm picturing you on the, the Skytrack, maybe? Blonquist hides in the rafters, <laughs> waiting to be summoned by the word. When the word is uttered by lips riddled with folly, the lights are extinguished and Blonquist descends. His feet lash in as everyone grabs their neon shoeing broom. But like I said, Blonquist will not be shooed. So, does that end the show? That's entirely up to you. Blonquist can be mollified. How? Blonquist has a peculiar penchant for food. Is it, but any food in particular? Well, you know, a bag of crisps is nice. Once Blonquist has been mollified, <laughs> it, it's his crazy time, and bonus points emanate from my torso that you must catch before they roll into the lava. Yeah, this sounds fine to me. <laughs> well, that's a bit off-piste. Yeah, a bit off-piste, but as gladiators, Hunter, we must never rest on our laurels. You're in! Time for one last one! Why am I shouting? <laughs> Hi, Wolf! It's me, Wolf Blitzer. Say hello to the nice Wolf, my little kitty cats. 
Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> I thought I said ow, <laughs> not oof. <laughs> Is it meant to say woof? woof? Yes, a w, oof, got, woof. A, a w got deleted off a woof, and you correctly read it, oof, woof. <laughs> well, I started saying ow, so I was going, ow, woof. You're basically going, right. woof, 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 woof. Yep. <laughs> woof, 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 woof. Oh no, your barking startled my kitty cats and they have retreated into my airtight singlet. What did you expect? I am, after all, almost 100% wolf. No, wolf, it is my fault. I didn't think. Anyways, they're calming down now. I think the lack of oxygen in this singlet and my overwhelming taint honk is having a sedative effect on them. Okay, so what brings you here today? Oh God, I want to be a bloody... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I want to be a gladiator so bad. It is making my hands feel tight. My fingers, they are so bloated. I can't bend them in case they burst. And my finger goes everywhere all at once, like everything did in that film, but this time it is just my fingers. Well, obviously, I'll do anything for you, Wolf. Wolf, Wolf. Wolf, Wolf, yes. I just worry that it would get confusing with... Two wolves. Well, obviously, my gladiator name wouldn't be Wolf. It would be my other name. Blitzer, that's pretty No, good. Isaac. Isaac and his singlet full of kitty cats. Wait a minute. They've stopped moving. Let me just pull the elastic band of my arm out so as for to let some air in so that they can breathe. <laughs> oh, Wolf, contain yourself, please. I can't help it. Oh, now they have gone out of the window. Hold on, kitty cats. Daddy Isaac is coming. Window smashing sound effect. Thank you. That works perfectly. Well, I wasn't in that one at all. No, I don't think this was originally written for three people. <laughs> well, you do stick to the script literally <laughs> to the letter. I just like written. No, I don't think this was originally written for three people. Can the next one be Hunter S. Thompson, please? Sorry, no, we have to stop this right now. <laughs> Something about Blonquist really set me up. <laughs> I love Blonquist. I think Blonquist could make a comeback in a future feature. <laughs> I think Blonquist's got legs. <laughs> In 40 episodes' time, you're going to be saying, oh, he's doing Blomquist again. <laughs> oh, another Blomquist feature. How many more kinds of beaks can we get? The best things in life are free. But my favourite comes out of a bee. I want honey. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. The queen gives me such a thrill. But it's out of drones the syrup spills. I want honey. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> And that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by donating an amount of your choosing per episode. In return, you will get your very own B name. That's right. And I say that's right as if you've just 
agreed with what I've said. When, in fact, what you're getting is going to be pretty incomprehensible. We're going to destroy your human name and give you a bee name and then invite you to live in a beehive. It's okay. It's going to be very hard for you to use this as an enticement to get other people to listen to the podcast. So just enjoy it on your own terms. Yes, or to ever speak about it with friends or on a date or lovers or family. It's What I'm getting at here is that if you have a bee name, you should tell everyone about it. Go to the pub. Yep. Scream it from the top of your tiny bee lungs because explain why it's cool. <laughs> it's easy. We're not going to tell you how, but you should know. It's common sense how to explain how the podcast bee name that you got for helping us make the podcast is valuable and fun. Try flipping it on them. Try saying, what, don't you have a bee name then? Do that. <laughs> Try that. Yeah, Is that's that a-, a good, yeah, FOMO's everything yeah. these days. You've got to shout at people, you ain't got a bee name. Well, I won't be seen with you in this news agents, mister. When you come into this high school, that is the table where the people who don't have bee names sitting in. They're all ugly. And I don't care that it's massive and I'm on the single person <laughs> desk table eating my peas. Eating just a big bowl of mushy peas. Oh, I thought you said bees. <laughs> no. This bee name bit is driving me loopy. <laughs> Let's get through it. Could you please give some bee names to the following new patrons? To Matthew Wilson. Big bee nips on long bee tits. <laughs> I love that. It's based on a 13th century French beehive, which I will hold up to the camera now. They look like oh. big bee tits with long okay. bee nips. <laughs> It sounded like describing a character from Ren and Stimpy, <laughs> so I, it really resonated with me. A bee name, please, for Daniel Neenan. Nina, 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 bee police. <laughs> uh, hyphens between the knee and the nan, I think, just to really send that, send that home. <laughs> between the knee and the nan. <laughs> Betwixt me and the grandchild. <laughs> A bee name, please, for Johnny Hale. Maximum Turd Stinger. Wow. And finally, a bee name for Joe Bond. Wife of Maximum Turd Stinger. (laughs) Didn't we wed someone in the last episode? No, sorry. Yeah, we we don't do that. We did Mr. B and Mrs. B last week. (laughs) That's adorable. I'd forgotten about that. (laughs) <laughs> what about brother of Turd Stinger? <laughs> Legend of the Turd Stinger. It's a... Maximum Turd Stinger two. Oh my god! We this is this is a path to a hundred B names. Flight oh. of the Crumble Bee. <laughs> no, flight of Vengeance. Crumble's not good no, enough. No. Never mind. Uh, how about? The Leaning Tower of Beza. Um, if you'd like your very own bee name or to have access to the Regular Features Discord channel, which is called a beehive, because everyone in there has a bee name and they are full of honey, like grapes. It's actually, mm. if you crushed one, they would burst into a delicious syrup and die. But the best <laughs> thing is they'd enjoy the whole process. And they'll be back the next day. Yeah. So just feel free, pop them all. 
I feel bad saying that. I was on a, an actual beehive tour, and we have produced our own honey on the podcast. And I know that bees don't fill up with honey like blood-sucking ticks until they burst. <laughs> That's not the process of making honey. But I said it for a joke, and I'm sorry. Uh, of so the, you can't blow to bees. Bees can't. When you see different sized bees, that's not how much honey they've got in them. Then no, that's what I thought too before I went on the tour. Wow! But no, all the honey's in the honeycomb. That they used to comb the honey off their legs, their hairy legs. <laughs> Go to Patreon dot com forward slash. <laughs> <laughs> 